strength It's a sword of power Sword is power Dragon and earth Soaring through the sky Spread your wings Super! It's the summertime, baby! Everybody hanging out! You're not working! Dragon Ball Z isn't working! And fucking. School's out for the summer, summertime, and that, that's what's going on on Ballin' Out Super. Hey, what's up, everybody? Uh, welcome to another edition of Ballin' Out Super. I am uh, your host, uh, Lawson Leong, a.k.a. Lawson Phoenix, a.k.a. the man who conquered fire. And with me today is my lovely uh, co-host, who's definitely not shirtless, uh, Alex Patak. <laughs> Thanks for having me, Lawson. I love Dragon Ball Z. He Hold on, let me it. crack this Dr. Pepper I got going. We're going to have a lot of fun on the show today. You're waiting for the crack? Yeah. <laughs> there it is. It took me a second. I had to open it. I kind of propped it against my foot here, but... Yes, I am not wearing a shirt. I don't have air conditioning where I am. And that's neither here nor there. This is a podcast. That's neither here nor there. That's It won't come up again, I assure you now. It won't come up multiple times. This is a Dragon Ball Z analytical podcast. Yes. By two weeaboos who are well-versed in otaku knowledge. I mean, that is all correct, I suppose. Tell Um, me that's not correct. I, I can't, Alex. I cannot. I cannot tell such a lie. I couldn't either, Lawson. Thanks license, for having me. License gone. He's not here anymore. So. Oh my God! No, Katie today. Um, think, think, how long do you think the listeners <laughs> until they notice that Katie? They're just waiting and like, and who else? Like, uh, <laughs> gonna introduce? Come on. The you think Where he- is she? How Where them, is she? How many of them caught on when I started doing the intro, you think? Versus how many were waiting for me to introduce Hold on, let's Katie? just let's make sure that she isn't introduced last year and they're not just switching it up. Katie could still be there. <laughs> My favorite host could still be on the show if I just wait this one out. She might still be here, folks. I Maybe might... she she fell asleep. She's always falling asleep. This could just be a long bit where like Katie is in the bathroom ordering Chinese food or is showing up later because she lost her phone or something. Yeah, she lost her phone in the Chinese food store or something. Or she's like bartering for a home with some racist uh, Chinese guy or something. Right, but Um, racist (laughs) against Katie, which is the worst kind in my impression. In my perspective. Racist against women, you know. Um, (laughs) But... uh, Hate has no place here. No, she only does like four things, so she could be doing one of those four things. Doing one of those four things. Um, 
But anyway, we won't speak of that. It's a he Dragon wants. Ball Z analytical podcast by two weeaboos two who weeaboos. love otaku culture and are experts on kind of anime and all of its products therein. Lawson, what's your favorite anime? Ooh, that's actually a good question now because there was a time when I would have said One Piece, and that time is 2008. <laughs> but <laughs> the thing is, post uh, spoilers for One Piece, post time skip what uh yeah that's right there's a time skip what happens the... when monkey gets older do his arms get longer uh well he can well he can always make them longer now this is one thing that he does yeah <laughs> that's that was a stupid question i'm sorry it's hey, uh, no, a fair question no uh, anybody call him monkey by the way his name's monkey d luffy and everyone calls him luffy and it's like are you right. for, it's a Japanese thing. If your name was Monkey Lawson, I would probably not call you Lawson. I'd be like, that's my friend Monkey. I mean, if you call him Monkey, he'd be like, that's my dad's name, Mr. Monkey. Because that's their last my name. My dad is Mr. Monkey. Call yeah. me Monkey D. Luffy. Monkey's his surname. His hands stretch like a monkey's hands do. Anyway, what you yeah. Well, Monkeys. like Khan's does. Yeah, so I love One Piece, but the thing is the anime is bad. Post the time mm. skip, but I mean that's too uh, long and drawn out. But uh, so, what is my favorite anime now? Fuck. Uh, you seem like you really like Jujutsu Kaisen. I do like Jujutsu Kaisen. That's Benel's favorite anime. I think um, it's a show for boys. I would say Mob Psycho. I guess I do really like Mob Psycho as well. Yeah, I would the say serious Psycho. one, uh, the serious One Punch Man. That's a good way to put it. Even though it's also kind of funny, but yeah. It it's is a, a little funny, but it is the same concept as One Punch Man, <laughs> but not a joke. Right, but uh, more emotional because it's a teenage boy who's hormonal. Uh, Boys have so many emotions, and the media That's does so not true. want us to talk about it. God damn it! I'm gonna, I will, I will expose these boys' emotions, whether the media likes it or not. Um, yeah, the media is trying to prevent me from exposing boys. <laughs> emotions, Alice. <laughs> you gotta <laughs> say emotions at the end. Um. Yeah, I do love. I love season two so much. Uh, I'm really happy it's coming back. I didn't think there'd be get a season three, so I'm pretty amped for that. Is what season is your... two out? Yeah, season two is out. One and two are out of Jujutsu Kaisen. No, no, no Mob, Psycho. Mob Psycho. Uh, yep, 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 yeah, yep. Um, Sorry. Yeah, no worries. What's your favorite anime, Alex? Are you mad at me? Yeah, okay. Um, let me think about my favorite anime. Again, it's an anime podcast. Every week, mm-hmm. we talk about anime culture. Anime. What? Some real weeb shit. Real weeb shit. We're, we- we're wearing those little... Um, we have those little fans with mm-hmm. like little slogans on them, and we unfurl them at the con and stuff like that. <laughs> Um. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so hard to pick your favorite one, isn't it? Oh, jeez. One Piece is my favorite manga, though. Oh my god! How am I gonna? Because the listeners are keeping one. score. No, it is not Naruto. Naruto if, is not actually in, in my top five. If I pick the wrong <laughs> one, I'm gonna be hearing about this for the rest of my life. Who's gonna harass you, Discord people? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know who's gonna harass me. <laughs> is there a wrong? Is there a wrong one? I mean, yeah, there's all kinds of wrong ones. As a matter of fact, there may not even be a right one. You could say Attack on Titan. Okay, I say I think Attack on Titan is my favorite anime, Lawson. Is it actually? I I like 
You know what? I do like I've read the manga for Attack on Titan and watched the anime and the anime is a lot more fun to mm. watch. They blow a lot of cash on those little guys, Spider-Man ziplining around, and it's a treat to look at. Even when they just make the show sad and about racism or whatever. Um, yeah. And that's why it's got to be my number one of all time. I picked the safe answer, Attack on Titan. Okay. Uh, well, it was a trick, Alex. It's not safe. I don't like Attack on Titan. Why would you fucking lie to me on the phone? <laughs> I did a... that. I'm I've I've I make great efforts to be here. I'm the dad who stepped up. Yes, yeah, true. I'm not, I'm not the stepdad. I'm the dad who stepped up. <laughs> you didn't go out for cigarettes and not come back. You came back with the cigarettes. I'm here. I'm I'm making you stay in on a school night. I don't know why. My instinct was just to say like be like, oh, you could just say it's uh, Attack of Time's popular. No one's gonna be mad at you for that. Knowing it's the most popular anime that I hate. Hmm. Whatever, man. I don't know. Uh, no, uh, is it actually your favorite though? That's a really funny. <laughs> I, I do like it a lot. It's not. Word. I don't think it is my favorite because I've definitely watched a bunch of episodes of it where I've been like, "This is upsetting," yeah. <laughs> which is not something I feel watching anime too much of the time. I mean, I mean even it, when it is upsetting, you're like, "It's kind of cool though." Yeah, I mean to give context, I also don't, I also don't like The Walking Dead. I don't like I don't like things like that. Don't you like don't like it like when what do you like, let's unpack that there though. so i don't like shows where it feels like where what i guess apocalyptic call, shows no no like, what i would call misery porn i don't think i didn't oh, come up with yeah. that but i think that's a term that people come up with that's fair <laughs> it's like oh that's a fair everything thing is say. everything is bad like apocalypses can be cool if they're not like completely nihilistic <laughs> Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, it is an apocalypse, so it's kind of hard to right. have too optimistic of an outlook <laughs> sure, at yeah. the time. Sure. <laughs> I mean, if you long view it or whatever, and you're like, we're just monkeys on a rock, man, or whatever, then it's right. not so bad when, you know, yeah. Sephiroth burns a comet into the earth or whatever is happening. That was cool. That was awesome. That happened. He's so cool. I love yeah. his work. Sephiroth. Yeah, he does great stuff. His, his sword is, awesome. is too long. And you know the thing is, so is like I am I'm super tolerant of different shapes and body sizes for sword and sword um sword normalization of like sword bodies is out of control. Mm -hmm. And it makes people feel like their sword's not okay. But also like his sword's too long. Right. Cloud Strife sword is too big, but I mean Sephiroth's sword tries to pass itself off as like, no, this is a normal one. It's like a nine foot long katana. It's it's really way too, too long. It's so long. Yeah. You would I mean, not. How? Where would you put it? <laughs> I don't know. Where does he put it? He, he has like a sheath or something, but it's like. He has that, that custom made. That sheath. Imagine you go in a store and your sword is in your sheath and it's like, oh, I'd like to order something. But your like sheath is like poking out the door and like holding the door open. That would be a situation he said sometimes because of how long his sword is. Yeah. I mean, Cloud's gigantic sword is much like Guts. They like the girth. Of the yeah, they both have dragon slayer style girth. And Ichigo, I guess those are the big three. Yeah, well, they all just have Girthy the same sword. They're it all like the essentially the same guy, almost. <laughs> They're all Buster Sword wielding. Yeah, fucking hot headed uh, meat mu meat muscle men. I think you could call 
Go, um, uh, Ichigo and Cloud the same guy, but Guts, they really go out of their way to be like, no, he's a different guy because he's that's, quiet and brooding. It's like That's true. Like yeah. That's definitely for sure. I, I've not read as much Berserk as I want to. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I'm, now's a good time to get on it now that the guy's dead. <laughs> but it kind of is, though, because it's top of mind all the time. So uh, I'm going to try to get into more Berserk. But yeah, I mean, Cloud and Ichigo have the same fucking haircut, basically. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, Cloud I mean, is what, are you, what are we supposed to think? Like when we see the same guy show up in every show and be like, "No, this is a new one." It's like you're all just <laughs> using one guy. This is one guy taking different haircuts and showing up in different worlds. I mean, Cloud is a little—he's a little brooding in that first mission in uh, the opening of, of FF7. He's like, everyone's like, "Oh, who's the new guy, Barrett?" And he's like, "Oh." It's cloud and he's like all yeah. fucking quiet or whatever. Like trying he's to be- leaning against a wall and I'm yeah. gonna curse at him. Being all mysterious or whatever. And then later yeah. on, he basically becomes Ichigo because he fucking freaks out all the time. He, <laughs> he probably has the least personality of any anime protagonist, and that is a tough that is a tough contest. Ichigo? No, Cloud. Well he's he's are you counting the, the FF seven movie? I'm counting the video game protagonist. I know, but I mean, it's like it's a very anime video game. Can I say that? Uh, yeah, that's for sure. That's for sure. But I mean, I think that's on purpose because you can imprint your own personality onto him. Yeah, I do think I'm pretty cool, like how Cloud is. (laughs) Well, I don't know if I was gonna go (laughs) that far, but people do love Cloud. I think in like uh, the popularity poll, he's like the most popular protag in Final Fantasy. So. He's way cooler than Squall, who again is Cloud with a different haircut. Squall is basically Cloud. I'm a big FF9 fan, so I like Zidane personally. Of um, course. Who but... is probably a Cloud with a totally different body shape. <laughs> no, he's not like he's not like them at all. He's just a thief. Bro. He's totally oh, really? Yeah, he's a thief. That's yeah. so much fun. He's still not the best, ca- the best character. The best character in the game is still Vivi, the black mage, but oh, that's yeah. there. Um... <laughs> That's neither here nor there, and that's not what we're talking about today. Oh. We have a very exciting Dragon Ball Z to lead you through that we we, we don't need no man to take notes for. And by man, I mean Katie Rose Leon, because we can we can do it ourselves. We're just sure. as capable without her of r- addressing and discussing Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, that's for sure. And it's going to be um, so much fun when we do that. And I can't wait to get there. Is it time to do that, Alex? Or are we no, still... it's not time to do that think... yet. Okay, I didn't think it was. <laughs> it's not even close. Okay. <laughs> right now, we're actually going to do a very exciting segment, which oh. is Marmalade Watch or Alex Learns Japanese, according to this email. All right. Uh, it's from listener Smazzy. Smazzy says, I learned a word today that could be Marmalade Watch or Alex Learns Japanese. It might actually come in handy for the show. Sakuga. 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 Now, Lawson, what do you think Sakuga is? Uh, is it spelled S-A-K-U-G-A? It is. And are you going to ask which kanjis? Oh, uh, no, I wasn't going to ask. Because that. I believe it is make drawing, if that improves. <laughs> oh, actually? <laughs> if that improves. 
<laughs> improves uh, your odds of guessing what it is. <laughs> um, it means to paint slash draw. Okay. Well, okay. Well, this is kind of annoying because they sent us an entire article. So that's like longer than a Merriam-Webster entry usually. So I guess this isn't Alex Speaks Japanese because it's a little more uh, um, cohesive and like like we're learning. Right. Right. So uh, Sakuga is a term used in anime to describe moments in a show or movie when the quality of the animation improves drastically. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay, I'm familiar with this. Like when Levi rinses all those guys in season four. Of Attack on Titan, my yes. favorite anime. Yeah, I mean, I did watch it because it had some cool shit that happened. <laughs> yeah, um, this happens a lot in Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, they save their their money for a good fight. They do. That's true. Um, Helsing had this a lot when we watched Helsing. Demon Slayer. I would say uh, the entire Broly movie that they did was yeah. A Sakuga, in a way. Have you guys done the Broly movie, like, on the podcast proper? Um, No, Katie and Jeremy went to watch it with Chapo Trap House without me, which is probably, like, one of the greatest betrayals in my life. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think they had a great time. And I watched it separately with David Citrick. So isn't that fun? I still haven't actually ever seen it, and I've heard it's very good. But uh... What have you been up to, man? I don't know, man. Well, you haven't seen the <laughs> Broly movie? You found out they're making a brand new Dragon Ball movie after like a 15-year hiatus. And we're like, I'll get uh, around to it. I got to be honest with you. I didn't like the other movies. What? I didn't like Frieza. And I didn't like Not Tree Frieza. of Life? <laughs> no, that doesn't mean those. I meant the new ones. <laughs> Not Bojack Unbound? I, I actually I love Bojack Unbound because I'm a Gohan stand. Oh wait, you didn't like the ones that were like where they recapped Super in a yes. movie form. Yes. Yeah, those did kind of suck. Yeah. I don't then, understand why they do those. Beerus thing and then Frieza. F is for Frieza. F is for Frieza, which is like who spend more than 45 seconds on the name. <laughs> it cost billions of dollars. <laughs> don't don't just take the first draft and print it every time. <laughs> F is for Frieza. At least it has that cool Frieza number F. I don't know. Fuck it. It's Friday afternoon and I'm going home. Yeah, I mean so then so then that happened and then everyone was like, oh the, the Broly movie's really good though. And I'm working like, really hard on Goku colon punch story. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, Punch Story would be a cool video game title. It would be really good. It could be one of Punch the Game Story. Boy Advance ones. Yeah. You know what you're getting. Um, but yeah, and then it was like, oh, the Broly movie's good though. And then I was like, why? And then everyone was like, oh, because like the animation's pretty and they fight. I'm like, we already watched the Broly movie. It's just, it's just the same thing with better animation. No, Whatever. it's a new story. They like re- retcon the old one. And they make them canon, which doesn't mean anything to me anymore. In Dragon Ball. Well, so Austin, much. what if I told you it was somewhat of a Sakuga-style situation? Because they made the animation really good. For how yeah. fucking sick the animation is the whole time. Also, they give <sighs> Vegeta, like, new outfits. Okay. It's a big movie for outfits, I would say. Look, I'm sure I would actually enjoy it if I watched it, but I was just so snake-bin by the other new movies that I was like, whatever. 
<laughs> you can't love again. When people well, were like, oh, this new one, the Broly one's really good. I just was like, uh, we're going to watch it, bro. All right. I'll watch we're it. going golfing and we're going to watch the the new Broly movie. <laughs> yeah, that's the plan. That's probably going to be one afternoon. Yeah. One crazy day. It'll be a crazy day in September. <laughs> Who knows? It's September is going to be hot. Keep in mind because it's the apocalypse. Right. So maybe well, wake, October. Wake me up when it ends and then yeah. we'll go golfing. Okay, sure. <laughs> well, that's this week's uh, Alex Speaks Japanese <laughs> or Marmalade Watch. <laughs> oh, we did it. We did it. Huh? We did it. We did it. And we learned and we loved. Yay. And uh, go ahead. Send those to ballnazibergmail.com. Thank you, Smazzy. Uh, that does bring us to this week's advertisement. Would you like to advertise on Ballin' Out Super? You're probably the only one. Because people aren't sending these things in, which is why this week's advertisement is for Burger King. BK, let's go. Let's Wait. go. What is a uh, man? I love the fine products being offered to Burger King this week. Um, have you ever had a chicken fry? Me? Yeah. Is it wait, you mean like chicken fries? Like the make you like chicken. Yeah, like a chicken fry? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really good. Yeah. It's like a it's like a chicken Ch- in the shape of a French fry. A chicken in the shape of a fry. Yes. It's just chicken. It's one of those different- things where like you find out what it is and you're like, why? It's a chicken tender, just shaped different. You already have chicken tenders. Why are we even doing this? Is kind of the question you they could can ask. Call them chicken fries and make them sound more exotic. I, I, it's, it's kind of repulsive in its own way. But we love them. We love their products. They're one of the few, few fast food restaurants with an Impossible Burger. So they're doing that. If you're vegan and you want to eat slop, still yeah. head on down to Burger King. Call Tom Cruise. Give him those Give sunglasses it. that he's got to throw away after 10 seconds. And for this week only, you can actually get your balling out super toy at Burger King. You can get a collectible Lawson, a collectible Katie. Um, you can get Alex, uh, and he's uh, he's podcasting with podcasting action. And he's got, like, you press a button on his back, and, like, the mic goes up and down, and his internet cuts off and stuff. Does the does the Alex toy come with a shirt on or shirt off? Uh, it's a removable shirt. Okay, well, that's... you can kind of like Barbie it mm, with that's... the toy. Katie and Lawson have like normal mode, like they don't wear shirts, but like like their shirts are just painted on or whatever. But no, mine comes off. Okay, because it um the the toy is hot and it's too warm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and so sometimes you gotta let those babies breathe, so and by babies. We're talking about of, male breasts. That's the type of realism that's lacking in today's society. In today's Burger King toys? In today's Burger King toys, yeah. <laughs> yeah, when I was growing up, <laughs> you could get the wheelchair kid action figure in the, <laughs> in the Burger King uh, uh, meal. You, you could get any of these wonderful kids they have. They have a multiracial coalition of kids. Mm-hmm. They're all eating Burger King and they got like a cool remote control or whatever. And you yeah. get the wheelchair one and he's born in a wheelchair and he's going to die in one. And uh, you could have him get like rejected from jobs unfairly. And that was part of the toy. And that was just meant to teach you what's what it's like to be that guy for one day in your fucking life. One day just for one day to step outside of your imaginarium. 
where you have fun all the time, where you make up worlds to distract yourself from real shit like Wheels does. I believe his name was Wheels. Because we were being real back in the 90s. We would say, we would call the guy in a wheelchair Wheels. And that was the name that he came up with because he's cool and funny. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's not. He's able to laugh at the situation. He's in the Burger King kids crew. And he's able, not disabled. And he's able to have a great time. Yeah. So shout out, this week's advertisement is for Wheels. Keep on a rolling. <laughs> All right. That's another one of those. We're doing a really good job this week. How do you think this episode's going? <laughs> I think we're killing it, Alex. I think this is the best episode that's ever happened in the history of Ball Not Super. And I'm I feel an similarly on the last uh, six months of Ball Not Super. Episodes. Yes, I feel like <laughs> you are. You're like in seven and a half months. Yeah, Ball Not Super and Otaku culture at large. Both. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Absolutely, you are. All right. I, this episode is flying by, Alex. It's unbelievable what we're able to accomplish. It's unbelievable. I'm, I'm getting through this soda. It's making me burp. It's, it's as impossible as a Burger King burger. <laughs> I couldn't have said it better myself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. Well, what episode of Dragon Ball Z are we on? One of these I'm wonderful so, episodes. I'm so glad you asked, Alex, because this is Dragon Ball Z Kai, the final chapters, mm-hmm. episode 31. Secret plan to defeat Boo, comma, its name is Fusion. Bit of a spoiler in the title there. A little bit. It's almost like they think these people have watched the show already. Yeah, um, they they kind of treat you like you're not special for watching it. Right. Yeah. I would say. That's fair. It doesn't and feel I, good. <laughs> no. I want to feel like I have a special bond with this show, you know? Yeah. Um, but uh, but I don't. So anyway. <laughs> The uh, crew of jobbers in Android 18, that is to say, Yamcha, well, Bulma's not a jobber, really. She's really smart. So She's a beautiful Bulma, woman. Bulma and Chi-Chi is married to Goku, so Rinaldo's going to marry. Basically, the only jobbers are Roshi and Yamcha. They're here, and right. 18, and Bulma, and Chi-Chi, and Videl, and uh, Android 18's daughter, uh, Marin. Marin, as we learned, Why her is name isn't, what did you think it was, Marla? Thought it was you Marl, thought it was Marl? Like, like Chrono Trigger, the princess. Yeah, you thought it was like Carl, but with an M. Marl. 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 Yeah. Well, it wasn't. Um, it wasn't. Um, it was like, uh, it was Marin. Um, let the record show. <laughs> it was. Let the record show that I, I can be wrong sometimes. Um, yeah, but this episode's going to mostly involve these characters. So you know, it's going to be a good one. It's going to be a fucking banger because Vegeta's gone. Gohan is unconscious somewhere, hanging out with a squirrel. So we get to hang out with the C team crew. Bulma's freaking out, thinking about all those spectators that are fucking hus- husband? Question mark. I don't know if they're actually married. Whatever. Her her baby daddy killed. Um, I think they're and- married. I think they had a Catholic marriage, like a loveless one. What does that mean? No, like I think they had like a <laughs> ceremony, like they went to it, like Vegeta insisted on the church and they went to the church. And oh, okay, my bad. He's very Italian coded. Mm. Yeah, I guess that's fair. Um, uh, so they're Dragon Ball hunting. That's the thing. They have six Dragon Balls already. Yeah, because we off screen getting Dragon Balls now. In this they show. know this shit sucks. Yeah, so <laughs> they don't want to make you watch it for a second longer than you We've have. We've been to. getting these MacGuffins for <laughs> fucking 45 years. So, um, and uh, 
Videl is like, man, it's crazy that these six orbs can bring a person back to life, huh? And Yamcha's like, yeah, it's pretty wild. And uh, anyway, <laughs> it is pretty wild. I mean, it really is a quite a ridiculous situation. Yeah. And, and then, Bulma, uh, like, very casually addresses how many people her husband murdered that day. In a way, like, as if to answer the question, like, yeah, Bulma does think about this stuff, and it does weigh <laughs> on her conscience. <laughs> yeah, she's not a complete sociopath. She even says there's one line in the sequence where she's like, I just feel so bad. And it's like, <laughs> you should. You I should feel, feel bad. I feel such guilt from what Trudita did. You kept a murderer in your house. Yeah. Uh, anyway, now it's uh, Piccolo and Krillin have descended upon Dende's lookout. That's right. It's the Kami's lookout, but Dende is Kami now. He's the right. god of this world. And uh, as I believe, and tell me if I'm wrong here, because we talked about this on the show before, Dende's lookout is the top of Corrin's tower? Yes. And Corrin's tower is in the middle of the lookout? Indeed. This show's too much. <laughs> you can climb up the Corrin's Tower, but then it's still not to the top of the world, which is Dende's Lookout, which is in the apex. Yeah, it's like um, really high altitude, low oxygen. Yeah, good for training up there. That's why you want to be that high. They have planes in this world. I just like to point out. But Do anyway. planes crash into the tower? Because they're like ten thousand <laughs> feet up. They're really high up. I don't know. We haven't seen it happen, but like. There is, is the technology for flights in this world. So. You gotta imagine it comes up on radar and they're like, it looks like a building, but that can't be right. And yeah. holy shit! <laughs> yeah, it's like the Cloverfield monster comes from behind yeah. it. Um, and when we get to greet Dende, we get to feed our favorite non-problematic character, Mr. Popo's here. Um, Watching Mr. Popo exist in 2022 is uh fucking weird i gotta say <laughs> he's not only does he exist but they don't like retcon him and they like try to get him into the show more so they're like mr popo has good ideas he's like a helpful guy yeah <laughs> he's an important member of the dragon ball family he's a real magical mystical man we stand uh, by who he is and what he is drawn like and he looks like that, and that's just the thing you. And that's have something to look at. I was raised to believe. <laughs> he looks like that, and you have to live with it. <laughs> I'm and Akira Toriyama, up... and I think it's okay <laughs> and good. <laughs> and he still has his fucking goofy ass Mr. Popo voice. He's like, "Oh, what happened to those young boys?" They didn't have to make him sound like that either. No, can... <laughs> they can switch it now. What if he was just like a normal, like he was like, "Hey, Goku." Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> good to see you. What? Do you need any beans? I uh, I work here, so I don't mind getting any beans. They could have overdubbed it in Kai, but they're like, nah, it's fine. What if he uh, had like a different defensive voice? <laughs> How do you, he had like an uh, effeminate Spanish voice. Ooh, Piccolo-san. Hey, hey Mr. Goku. Hey, Krillin. Um, hey, Krillin. Hey, you need <laughs> any of those sets of beans? This isn't really better, actually, I'm realizing. <laughs> <laughs> and then this, you're watching and you're like i don't know what i'm mad about anymore <laughs> the strategy, the strategy is to confuse you but he just comes out as a really like fucking racist asian accent for no reason yeah i got a problem with mr popo Ooh. he's a gay stereotype <laughs> hey what's up piccolo 
You look fabulous. Yeah. Mr. Popo, why are you in this show? Mr. Popo is just like a... uh, He's like a he's like a black hole of prejudices. You just put anything, any hate in your oh, heart into there. Mr. Krillin, what have you? You bring these unconscious boys to my lookout. Oh, uh, I bring out the wasabi to wake up the boys. That would be funny if they woke the boys up with wasabi. They could do more creative stuff like that. I will get the Neo Sworn. That's from that's from uh, Kung Pao. Kung Pao. It's from, and that's a little joke from uh, Kung Pao. Anyway, our movie of the week. Uh, shout out to Spirit Hunters who made me watch that movie, and it was a great time. A great I say time. they made me, but like it was, I'm glad they did. It was so much fun. Anyway, uh, Goku's already dead, as the Piccolo and Krillin joke about. Like, what about Goku? He's already dead. Um, he has a halo over his head. Piccolo says, uh, "Hey, we gotta let these boys rest up." They're the only chance we have to defeat that monster, Majin Buu. And then Dende's like, well, we're probably fucked. And so... Dende and Piccolo uh, have the craziest back and forth this episode. Where (laughs) Dende keeps asking Piccolo what they're going to do. Is it cool, Uncle Piccolo? Piccolo's like, you're the guardian now, Dende. Piccolo yells at Dende a lot. (laughs) It's your he says decision. stuff like that's your job. Do your job and stuff Do your like job, that. It's like, turn the cameras off for this. <laughs> I don't want to <laughs> see these two fight like this. They're the only ones left. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of well. No, this Namek is back, right? They're up. There. Yeah, well, Namek's back, but they only have like forty of them or something. Yeah, it's like forty of them. Yeah, so they gotta get, get gotta get down to business. It's hard to watch a fight, not to defeat the Huns, but to reproduce. I mean. Yeah, um, it's like they put all their racial commentary into the Namek <laughs> <laughs> relationships of just like the expectation society puts on you. And then you're like the guardian mm-hmm. of Earth. And it's like, yeah, when you're like 14 years old. <laughs> yeah. You got to be a man. We're killed. You got to be, be a man. man now. You got to guard all of Earth now that you're 14 and green. <laughs> um, yeah, but Pickle also- yelled at him a lot, though. It's not easy being green, as I pointed out on the other episode. Big so, facts. Um, no one says it's Gohan for some reason. Not even Dende. I don't know what the fuck to make of this. Um, <laughs> then Krillin's like, that monster killed Vegeta and Gohan and Supreme Kai. It's like, you guys, Supreme Kai's not dead. What? He's, he's- they also talk, yeah, they're just bad at knowing who's alive all of a sudden. <laughs> all of a sudden, they're just really bad at it. They, um, which I, and you know what? It would be okay if this had happened more in the rest of the show, except like 50 episodes ago, everybody could spot like a zebra on the other side of the planet really easily. <laughs> yeah. And now they're just fucking rolling dice to see who's alive. Mm. Um, Supreme Kai. Uh, Piccolo finds out Supreme Guy's, or he tells Dende Supreme Guy's dead. Dende then panics, which is a very funny um, kind of like way to place the the conflict of uh, when God, when the guy who's God dies, what happens? And they kind of just like are worried they're going to get Earth is going to get buried in the bureaucracy. <laughs> yeah, they who's in charge now? Get... No one. It's a fight for the throne. Damn it! Our funding is tree. fucked. <laughs> the other guys will make their move. Um, yeah, it's, it's going to be the game of Kai's out here. Game of um, Kai's now watching game of Kai's, which is Dragon Ball Z, but with nudity. <laughs> Dragon Ball Z, but a little bit of them titties and dicks. Damn titty. Mostly dicks though. Like 80% dicks. Right. It's Are there any dicks? There's no dicks in Game of Thrones. Oh, there is. Name there's ass- one there's assholes. 
We see Fionn's dick, don't we? Before he gets. Am I making that up? I'm not making that up. I don't feel like there's a single dick in the room. I could be wrong. <laughs> there ain't wrong a before. hog in this whole barn. I've been wrong before. And uh, I've been searching for some pork. I mean. Uh, you might be right. <laughs> I, you might be right. Yeah, I okay. be crazy, Alex. I'm just... <laughs> All right. Well, what happens next? Uh, so I'm glad you asked. Uh, anyway, Boo rides the roller coaster. Um, and then yeah, all right, Bobbity's freaking out. Maybe, yeah, Bobbity. Okay, yeah. so um, when we say Boo rides a roller coaster, yes. What are you picturing at home? Give me a minute to think about it. Because what happens is Boo sees a roller coaster and then flies around it as if he is one of the cars. He flies on top of it, like slot gliding on it, I think. And this comes up again later in the episode because he's on the train track. Boo just likes tracks. He loves tracks. He He's missing. It's as if to say that Boo is missing direction in his life. Mm. And he needs guidance. Well, his favorite game is Ticket to Ride. So... Yeah, you know, he just loves that. He loves getting those routes. It's also just Boo is coded autistic and likes trains and wants to. He has an obsession with trains and he just needs to be around trains, analyzing them, making diagrams in his head. Also, he doesn't respect Bobbity, really. No, he doesn't care what Bobbity wants. Because um, he's flying around this track and he does a loop-de-loop and Bobbity falls out, which I went to Six Flags last month or whatever. That was one of my greatest fears to know that that happened to Bobbity. Yeah. Really humanized him in that scene. It really did humanize him. I really felt how Bobbity felt. Yeah. Um, but, and, but then Boo catches him. Boo does catch him. And then Bobbity is freaking out. And then uh, Majin Boo. Casually just murders all the riders on this roller coaster. Yeah, he catches up to the car in front of him and bumps it with his head, and then like uh, fifty people fly to their deaths. They fly the to their and... absolute deaths off screen. Yeah, and here's the thing as if to this. remind you, hey, this is a monster. Yeah, this didn't advance the plot at all. No, but I gotta say, it was the best thing that happened to this episode <laughs> by far. Not even close. Him just casually murdering these fucking roller coaster riders. Roller coaster and then a whole train. He headbutts a train and it explodes. And that's like, what, a thousand people? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, depends how many of them were off to work or whatever. But yeah, Yeah, I mean, it didn't look like a big one, admittedly. But yeah, Um, we'll get anyway. um, Speaking of bad drivers, Yamcha is piloting this fucking Bulma plane. And yeah. he crashes that shit in the fucking sand because he sucks at everything, apparently. He's, yeah, he... Well, I wanted to give him the benefit of the doubt that it's, like, harder than it looks or whatever, but Bulma yells at him with this really shitty line about, like, I thought you were a good driver, not a driver who crashes or something. And then yeah. he says something along the lines of, I thought the sand was different. And it's like, you just crash landed a plane. Like it went down at like a 45 degree angle. Don't, I don't want to hear the sand wasn't how you thought it would be. <laughs> Blame the sand on the fact that he crashed. If your pilot uh, is diving towards the sand, he's probably a professional baseball player by the name of Yamcha, the desert thief. A pro baseball player, but he's a, he's the reverse Sully. Think about it. Um, so... Then they get out and everyone's mad. Oh well, oh in the crash, uh, our esteemed Master Roshi. Oh, this is important. Um, Listen gets up. Gets lodged 
face first into Android 18's bosom, sort of. Well, he like just lands kind of near it and starts well, yeah. apologizing, and you're kind of like, "What's he apologizing for?" And then just motorboats her titties, like he goes he all to, in. He absolutely motorboats them, and that's no cap. He started um, saying like, "I'm sorry, what for what I'm about to do?" Essentially, is like what he was. He's yeah. like, "I'm <laughs> about to go off." <laughs> he's like, it's Yamcha's fault for crashing the thing, and then he motorboats Android 18. Who is and he a just keeps lady. saying Yamcha, Yamcha, as if to blame Yamcha, and he's like squeezing her titties, and then um, she smacks him so hard he makes a Looney Tune style indent in the door. Yeah, and uh, just right where she gets what he deserves, basically. There, right? But um, yeah. But also, he's like doesn't regret doing it because he's so strong that something like that doesn't hurt him. What's more upsetting about this is he does this while Android 18 is with her infant child right there. It's really aggressive. Yeah, it's it's incredibly upsetting. Uh, and that's just yeah. what like it was okay to do that in the 80s when Master <laughs> Roshi was around. But now sure. in 2022, it's kind of like I can't watch you do that. No, it was it was weird. I'm going to call Dragon Ball National and I'm going to report you what you're doing. <laughs> Master Roshi, somebody who would be in jail in 2022. Um, but uh, anyway, uh, then uh, the lookout, Goku, arrives just in time. Oh, D- Dende heals him because he's a white mage. Never forget Dende's the white mage. Dende, he yeah, he just has, he's like, he has bean fingers. Yep. And he heals Goku, which he needs because there's no more sensitive beings that we established last time. Goku um, also instant transmissioned up there. I don't know if we like. Cl- yes, he did instant that. transmission. Yeah, that's the, yeah. He the thing about Goku is you got to remember he can just kind of like do stuff like that. Yeah, he can instant transmission. So, and basically, as soon as he locks onto someone's energy, he can go to them. Um, and he's like, "Oh, Krillin, what the hell's going on?" And Krillin's like, "I wish you thought you could tell us." And uh, they, they they begin to talk about stuff. Uh, we cut back to Bulma trying to get the Dragon Ball out of the out of this nest. They're always in fucking nests. Have you noticed this? I have yeah. noticed that. You ever noticed that the Dragon Balls are always in nests? Birds are constantly mistaking Dragon Balls for their own offspring. Yeah. Constantly. And they look nothing alike. No, not even a little. These birds are stupid as fuck. They're birds are birds. the main villain of Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> birds and as we're about to see dinosaurs as a flying dino a big ass dino attacks the nest eats those eggs and the dragon ball he goes to fly away and then like uh videl tries to stop it but but she can't and so yamcha throws a beam at it throws an energy blast knock it into the water right which is really impressive but he does not get credit for because then it's at the bottom of the ocean Right, now he's at the bottom of the ocean. And Bulma's like, well, great, great going, Yamcha. Now that our, the last Dragon Ball's at the bottom of the ocean. And Yamcha's like, well, I'll go get it. And then he looks over the fucking cliff and goes, oh, well, that's far. You can fucking fly. You can fly. You motherfucker. You can fly gently into the water. I, Him not just taking care of this one was very frustrating. I to was watch. so mad. Yamcha can't even take a dinosaur anymore. And I'm you mean, know he's only... Like in the situation for the bull mossy, yeah, because Vegeta fucked up and he's trying to get that bull mossy, and now he looks like a total bitch because he won't go fight this dinosaur and has made the whole obstacle like a lot harder. I get that he doesn't train anymore, but like Dragon Ball Goku 
could fight this fucking dinosaur. <laughs> like it is. I mean, in in his defense, it is like a five hundred foot tall dinosaur. But yeah, you are right. Yamcha certainly and Android eighteen too should be fighting it. And they have this bullshit excuse for her where they're all like, "Okay, time to go into the water and get the dinosaur." And she says, "You know, robots." They don't work in the water. And it's like, since when? <laughs> since when, man? When that, for that whole arc where you were wiping up the Earth, water was not an issue that came up. Yeah, no one was ever like, well, if we just put the androids in some water, like they're fucking gremlins. You'd splash them with a bucket <laughs> of water, I guess, and they actually don't work anymore. They're like an <laughs> iPhone 7. <laughs> Never once came up. Yeah. Not one time. All of a sudden, oh, she's got this grand weakness. And so that should be fine because Yamcha is like planetary fucking level. It should be able to body a dinosaur. But no, not only that, he's afraid to jump in the water because I guess he can't fly anymore for some fucking reason. So, so Videl jumps off a cliff in yes. the water. And it's like, oh, our hero Videl, we're going to get her over as a new baby face on the show. But no, she also fails. She tries to take the dinosaur in the water. The dinosaur fucks her up. And then fucking Chi Chi and uh, Yamcha with bad underwear on that don't fit him have to go in and they're and, they're hoping for big laughs with the underwear can i say yeah, that because they, they make really the whole are. thing out of like in mixed company my briefs are quite inappropriate and so you think it's like oh he's got a banana hammock down there so he can tan or something because right. he's a little slut yeah. uh no he's just got big billowing like hawaiian shirt boxers yeah and he dives into the water, and then they're crawling down his ass, so you see his whole ass. Katie would have loved this. Yeah, Katie this would have been yeah. going nuts. Probably, yeah, because we do get to see all of Yamcha's ass, as he's like, I should have gotten a size... Uh, he's showing his whole ass on the timeline. Smaller, I guess, yeah. Yeah, and that's yeah. like a big laugh line, and it's like, this is a dangerous dinosaur, and it's hurting Videl. <laughs> and, and it has the Dragon Ball, and it ate it. Um... Chi Chi says to Videl, you're going to marry Gohan. Make sure you protect your face. That was funny. Okay. That was kind of uh, a funny yeah. line. I do like that Chi Chi was willing to get in there. It's kind of fun. Um, then Roshi, who's decided that he can't go in the water because he's has a cold now. He's fucking Usopp, I guess. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Right. Um, so Android 18 punts hit Roshi. Uh, right. Because the if you keep in, rem remember that he sexually assaulted her moments ago, so we're yes. kind of on her side. It's, yeah, it's kind of hard to not be. Oh, and is so it ageist to cheer for it? That's something care. we'll be discussing. Um, uh, and so he kind of lands above the dinosaur and then takes a whole shit on its face. Yeah, he says poison gas attack and he farts. And he farts so bad that the dinosaur throws up. And it throws the, up the Dragon Ball into Master Roshi's head. And he has saved the day, apparently. Master I need to emphasize hero. this is not a joke. This is the plot of the episode. <laughs> That's what happened. It's I mean, it's a joke. so bad. It's a gag, but that is what happened. A dinosaur throws up. Yes, Master this Roshi. Is, like, do you, how fast would you have to fart for a dog to throw up? Pretty bad. A dinosaur? A, a dinosaur going to throw up from when you fart? It, what are you... Threw up the Dragon Ball, yeah. Is this Awful. to, like, imply that he is an alcoholic and, like, his organs are all messed up and, like, when he farts, it's, like, actually, like, dis I, disgusting? I don't know what I'm supposed to make of this. What, am I what are any of us supposed to make of this? This is supposed to be, like, a fun side gag, and I... My wife left. is right there. 
was left just, just uh, astounded. Um, I don't know what to make of it. Yeah, I mean, anyway, Boo destroys a train, as you've brought up before. Kills a bunch of people. That's it. Um, um, right. And I wonder if that's that where Invincible is... got it from. Anyway. I just want uh, to say that I don't approve of what he's doing. No, I, yes, disapprove. The 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 ball and ass super podcast disapproves of Majin Buu's. We think Mister Popo should be more offensive, and we do not approve of Majin Buu's actions. Yeah, give Mister Popo an offensive accent. Um, anyway, a different one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> more more offensive. More Mas. turn it up. Turn With the knob Mas. all the way up. Um. Krillin and Piccolo are hanging out with Dende and Goku and Mr. Popo's in the background. And uh, <laughs> yeah, he's just be aware that he's there because he has some ideas. He does. Krillin is like, hey, you're going to beat Majin Buu now, right? You're the savior of the world. You're the main character. The yeah, MC Goku, time to beat Majin Buu. And Goku's like, man, I can't believe that happened to Vegeta. And the Gohan's dead too. Unfortunately, I can't beat Buu. Because Vegeta was almost as strong as I am, and he used all of his energy to blew himself up, and he still didn't kill him, which means I don't think I can beat him. And then everyone's like, no, all hope is lost. Very pragmatic analysis from Goku. Goku, a guy I'm yeah. not really taking opinions from too much. I'm mostly using his amazing body, I think. Right. If I was not a coach in that roster, I'd be like, just give it a try. Yeah, less of <laughs> Just get out there and really go for it. More of this. Yeah. yeah. More- more Lawson is flexing brain. his arm when he says this the second time. Yeah. Uh, well, we don't pay you to think, Goku. We pay you to yeah. lift stuff. Have Get stuff. out there and uh, take that shirt off, huh? Um. So then Goku's like, oh, man, if only Vegeta and Gohan are still alive. If only then, then we'd have a chance against that dastardly Majin Buu. And why is that? Well, you see, when Gohan was uh, in space he met the metamorans go goku huh? and by space you mean dead when he was oh well yeah he's sorry when he was dead <laughs> <laughs> no part of that sentence was great <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um, we'll fix it post you see well you see when goku was in other world he met a species called the Metamorans. Say no more, the Metamorans. And the thing about the Metamorans is they knew the special jutsu, the ultimate technique known as fusion. Fusion. They... And what does fusion entail? Well, Dende's heard of this, but it involves two fighters of similar size and power. Very important. They have similar size and power, and they would fuse and become more one. greater than the sum of their parts. One guy. Uh, be one really powerful guy. And Goku and, gives an example, and it's like, I knew two little guys, and they were like, a really great guy after. And we're like, yeah, whatever. We, that example is all we needed. <laughs> I, I mean, I am I going to call Goku a liar? Sounds is that right what to you're me. asking? I mean, he's son Goku. He knows what's up. I guess this is what we're doing is whatever That's... Goku comes up with. It's the Goku show. He's got the plan. He's a man with the plans. And then this with. is the uh, maybe my favorite part of the episode is they're like, well, Goku can't do it because he doesn't have the time. Right. Who's going to do it? 
And who who pipes up? Mr. Mr. Popo. Popo. Well, I have an idea. What if we had to go to the trunks to fuse? Because they're about the same size and same power. And then everyone acts like, oh, my God, he talks. Oh, my God. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> this, this 300 IQ, big brain, offensive caricature had the greatest idea there's ever been. Quirlin does a um, dance. He does a happy dance. He's so excited. He says, Mr. Popo saved the earth. Mm-hmm. And uh, this, we get a shot of Goten and Trunks, the two sleeping boys. As the narrator says, for the first time in the arc, there's hope that someone can stop the monstrous Majin Buu. Uh, and that's how we go off the air. That's Alex. good writing. And uh, Alex Patak, I just have to ask you one question. Out of seven Dragon Balls, how many do you give this episode? <gasps> you know, I've never really thought about it like that. But um, mm. this episode fucking sucked. It was so bad. <laughs> this is like one of the worst ones I've seen in a while. This is like <laughs> this like could have been fan fiction or something. A lot uh, of it was that dragon fight with all the ladies. Yeah, yeah, it was like not good. Um, and for that reason, the Mister Popo stuff. Although you know, it's kind of weird seeing him around. I do like it when he in- engages in the plot. So I'm gonna give it two out of seven Dragon Balls for unexpected Mister Popo contributions. And the Piccolo Dende dynamic was funny. Yeah, I mean, I I didn't hate it as much as you did, Alex. I gotta be honest. I guess because like, what uh, part kinda, did you like? Well, that's the thing. It's not that I really liked tons of it. Um, I guess I would say that I liked seeing Dende. Uh, and then I oh I, I skipped over this whole thing where Piccolo talked about when he absorbed Nail and thought he was gonna fuck up Frieza. It's really funny that they left out the end of that story where he didn't. <laughs> yeah, Piccolo's like, remember when I absorbed Nail and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna go murder Frieza and then I, I didn't. Um, yeah, it also but- took like a full two minutes for a cutaway for that, which was like, why? Why? We, <laughs> why we, are you showing me this? We watched the show. <laughs> Now, this is what I say every time they do this on fucking Naruto. I was like, yo, I, we watched We show. watched it. We've been here. I'm watching it right now. <laughs> Why, are Why do you have such low me? expectations? Why are you punishing me for watching your show? Um, yeah. So, yeah. So, I, I like seeing Dende and the Majin Buu. The, this quick roller coaster. Well, the, the roller coaster part actually had like was like two minutes. The train sequence is like five seconds. <laughs> yeah. There's like also he kills people on a train. It was like it was like brutally nihilistic in a way that was actually kind of funny, funny to me. Everything about the dinosaur thing was infuriating though. So uh, I, I'm not gonna go much. Uh, I probably is two out of seven actually. I was gonna go three. Oh, so actually, you do completely agree with. I was that. gonna go three, but I mean, yeah, there was nothing really that good that happened. But I did kind of breeze by for me. So it goes down I'll smooth. Go, yeah, I mean, I guess I'll go two out of seven. I'll goes down smooth every time. Yeah. Um, well, 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 before well, we leave here, mm-hmm. there is one more thing we have to do, and that's open some goddamn mail. Play the song, Dragon Mail, Dragon. Oh, not that one. Sorry, it's time for Dragon Mail. Give me some of that Dragon Mail. It's time for Dragon Mail, weebs. 
But anyway, yeah, yeah, it's Dragon Mail. This is uh, from listener Bennett Christensen. Again, send us emails, Dragon Ball, uh, blah, 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 balling out super at gmail.com. That's our email. Don't wear it out. This email is from listener Bennett Christensen. Bennett says, horse or ultimate frisbee team? Hey, ballers, here's a challenge for you. Is it a horse or an ultimate frisbee team? This is, again, relatable because we are doing Uma Musume Pretty Derby behind the paywall, which is a show about if girls were horses. And uh, it's an important question to ask sometimes, which one's an ultimate frisbee team. So, Lawson, I guess this question is just for you as Katie is not here, meaning you get to double your oh. horse quiz today. Yeah, let's do it. Question number one, dragon thrust or rattle and roll? Which is a horse, which is an ultimate Frisbee team. Rattle and roll is a horse. Rattle and roll is a horse. Okay, now question number two, big mama or Molly Brown? Molly Brown's a horse. Molly Brown is an ultimate Frisbee team. Big mama's a horse. Pie wagon or cherry pie? Cherry pie is a horse. Cherry pie is a horse. Pie wagon is an ultimate Frisbee team, as anyone would know. And then the final one, Saucy Nancy or Smarty Jones? Smarty Jones? Oh, fuck. Saucy Nancy, you said? Yep. Mm. Smarty Jones is a horse. Smarty Jones is a horse. Uh, An amazing performance by Lawson. Lawson knows his ultimate Frisbee teams, and I've always uh, said that about him. I'm flexing for the audience. Uh. That was a uh, very important email. Thank you for sending that in, Bennett. Uh, if you have a question for us, send it ballingoutsuperatgmail.com. And now we're going to do plugs, and then, uh, I don't know, if I can jump off a cliff. <laughs> your vacation, man. Come on. I'm going to jump off a cliff, into, but into for the, fun. Into the into the sea? Not, not like Yamcha, who's afraid to. Anyway, I'm going to have fun uh, jumping off a cliff. Yes, I am at Lawson Comedy eighty nine on Twitter. Also, fucking uh, Botchamania didn't get back to me. I messaged him. I was like, "Hey, your guy stole my joke, and uh, he's left me on red." So I don't know. Maybe I should like make a big deal about this. I don't know. But uh, I don't know who Botchamania is. But I that's love a you. pro wrestling thing. It's a, I love you. But I love you too, Alex. Um. And uh, so, yeah, I don't know. Uh, subscribe to my YouTube channel and share my video of the actual joke that got stolen. Um, uh, just YouTube.com slash Lost Leong on YouTube. Uh, yeah, listen to the Talking Naruto podcast. Listen to the Attack 10 podcast. And uh, I guess that's pretty much it. For I'm also at Law Vanguard on Instagram, if you're into that type of thing. If you like the visual image. Mm-hmm. Go to Instagram.com. Uh, my plug today, get out, take a walk. Get out there and get outside and breathe the air for once. Why don't you take a walk? Mm-hmm. Take 10 minutes. You're too good for that. Touch grass. Touch grass. Log off and touch grass, you loser. God damn, dude. Take five minutes. And that's all I got for plugs. And that. That's it for me this week. And that's it for all of us here at Ballin' Out Super this week. I hope you have a great Ballin' Out Super! Super!